0: Brit. and Brit. the perfect combination of and wit. Politics, sports, and shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast for for this day. So uh I'm I'm gonna stick by this. If if you're a US senator, a Republican US senator, and they ask you who's the leader of your party right now, and your first response is we're not a cult okay if that's your response then guess what you're a cult that
1: wasn't that wasn't the question (laughs) if i had asked you are you a cult that would be an
0: appropriate response to that question but you went you had to go there you brought it up i didn't ask you that question that's correct that's correct and uh, the answer is it was senator bill cassidy from louisiana who's actually Mm. he's a pretty intelligent guy he's he's a medical doctor and, and the rest and He's obviously sold his soul to be a a U.S. senator. Now, see, you can be a medical doctor and a senator if you're not a complete fraud like Dr. Oz. It can happen. It does happen. There are several other doctors, right? Barrasso, the guy from Wyoming, I think he's a surgeon. So Cassidy is the uh, counterpart to John Kennedy, the other senator from Louisiana? Yeah, and I know what you're saying. Is their duo better, worse, or equal to the Ted Budd- tom tillis um duo i can't
1: imagine anyone has a worse duo than north carolina has honestly in terms of acumen in terms of intelligence in terms of can do and i don't i can't really see anybody having a worse one than us
0: yeah so do you like
1: my letter in the paper no i haven't seen it you
0: haven't seen my letter
1: unfortunately i have not no
0: oh my oh my can i read it to you Sure. It's I'd love to hear I, I actually this is true. I got a Facebook messenger message from someone who I don't know. They're they're not a friend. And they were just asking me, are you the Brad Kranz who wrote that letter that was in the news and record today? If you are, thank you. That's all that, that was very nice. Oh, that is nice. nice. So here's <laughs> the uh here's the letter. I wrote this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunday. I said, in answer to the headline on one of the letters Sunday, here was the headline on a letter. Is this a joke? All right? Not does it float or, or anything. Else, Is this float? a joke? <laughs> Wait. And the letter was only three words long that they published. It said, really, Pennsylvania? Really? I said, that's not that's- very funny. I said attempted conservative comedy and snark rarely is. The writer, in obvious disbelief belief, and despair over John Fetterman's wonderful, remarkable victory last Tuesday, is attacking the voters of Pennsylvania for de- definitively rejecting New Jersey's Mehmet Oz as their next senator. The red tsunami never happened nationally because of voters like those in Pennsylvania, who did see through the fog of culture war drivel and the nonstop attempt to tie every Democrat everywhere to be in favor of, in parentheses, the word black, crime and inflation. Joe Biden's two recent speeches about the clear and present danger to American democracy undeniably broke through in ways that MAGA Nation wouldn't understand, couldn't comprehend, and wouldn't acknowledge. The election really was about more than today's gas prices. In a great year nationally for Democrats, one has to ask, though, Ted Budd? Another Sunday letter accurately connected the racism of the 1988 Willie Horton ads through to the defeat of Sherry Beasley. One should throw in Jesse Helms' last two campaigns of unbridled racism against Harvey Gantt, it just never stops. Really, North Carolina? Ted? Bud? That was my letter. Well, got, got some fan mail on it. The, uh, the there, classic- was ed- there was an edit, though, Britt. Yeah, I know that. I I noticed you said there was some sort of thing that yeah. they objected to. Well, I I threw in uh, after I said, you know, one must ask Ted Bud, and then I wrote WTFNC. He knocked that. out. <laughs> okay, that's just too much. That yeah, was just yeah. That was over. That was over some kind of. It's but okay, too spicy. Yeah. The yeah, it's the still- the
1: classic Jesse Helms ad during the Harvey Gantt campaign was the hands ad. During that 1990. And I recall we had the audio version because I was on, I was doing the overnight show and then you came on and did mornings. And when the staff got in that morning, they go, Oh, they're going 100% with this hands ad. Can you dub this off? Can you take this reel to reel tape and put it on what we called a cart? A cart looked like an eight track cartridge. And I remember that morning uh, dubbing that, either you dubbed it or I did it. And immediately on your show, they started running that ad, the audio version of the hands ad that particular morning in 1990. So this would have been late summer, early fall.
0: Yeah. When they started running that particular ad. Well, you know what, Britt, you could have had that job, but they had to give it to, (laughs) what was the wording on that? They had to give it, they didn't, did he say a minority? I
1: think they they said somebody else. They had to give it to somebody else because they were, And, of course, if you if you really dug down on it, which you always uh, try to dissuade me from doing, how many times did Jesse Helms actually propose legislation to, to do away with affirmative action, to get rid of affirmative action? He would do little bits and pieces when it came to bidding for government contracts and stuff like that. But he never really had anything to do away with affirmative action because it was such a great way for him to get poor white people to vote
0: for him. It was such a great way for him. Plus, 1990 <laughs> to, to wasn't very long after uh, some major court rulings said that uh, race can be used in, I think it was college admissions correct, as one factor. And funny, we're right at the precipice of that whole idea yeah. being uh, pitched aside under the guise of, uh, well, it was such a great policy that works so well. Let's get rid of it. We got to stop doing it. We got to stop doing it. But that's a that's a whole other thing. All right, here we go. I uh, bought man. I I put together a list in record time today. Okay. Um, Oman, Donnie's dash for Saudi cash. Uh, Adderall rocks. Rupert issues Don the cardboard box of death. Uh-uh. My pillow guy and Steve Bannon's. Three-Way with Carrie Lake. Oh, geez. Uh start with uh, Don's that one. Remake, Don's remake of a Ben Gazzara 60s TV classic debuts tonight live. Jesus. Or, you'll love this one. If Pat Summerall were alive to see what is happening right now, who knows what he'd think of it. I, and I know I'm getting your your curiosity up on that one. Uh, And and one last one. There's so many U S Senate race in North Carolina draws hardly any national attention, but barbecue tussle. Holy shit. Everybody's weighing in all across the country.
1: Do the, uh, let's do the carry Lake thing first, because that was the announcement last night that uh, the brunette Barbie of uh, MAGA nation went down in flames. Katie Hobbs is going to be the new governor of Arizona, despite what a lot of people think. And that was announced uh, and projected by most of the major news organizations. So I'm not sure what the future holds for the former news anchor
0: Carrie Lake. Well, i I think there could be a spot on the big, fat, curvy couch on Fox and Friends because that's a that's a rotating that's a non permanent position. How many bimbos have they had in the middle there? How many? You can't you're even talk about, about the big show, the weekday show. No, they yeah, have the morning show. Yeah. Well, I guess you give her the weekends first, right? They do that, and if you if you you got to be careful. That's you know Angela
1: Earhart is Sean Hannity's girlfriend, so I don't know if you want to f with that. That's there's there's internal politics involved.
0: Yeah, you could really All piss right. off one of your bigger stars. All right, so uh, the My Pillow guy is talking to Steve Bannon today. Today being Tuesday, and uh, they are the two number one experts on electoral politics. In this country, so uh, let's fire up the old uh, color teeny here. You Tom Snyder fans, you remember that word? Uh, fucking Tom Snyder, I loved him. So did I, so did Letterman. I, That's why Letterman brought him back. I thought he was, I thought he was great. Now, and in the Carrie Lake situation, it's zero probability that Katie Hypes ha- hiding in her basement, refusing to debate, won that election. just zero probability. What's to be done, Mike Lindell? Okay. Now see, zero probability and one hundred percent probability aren't that close to each other, are they? No, no. Okay, I, I just want to make sure that the Bannon realizes he's a hundred percent wrong. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, there's a
1: lot to be done, but it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, <clears throat> it's just a divine intervention that today that the president <laughs> will do this announcement, and um, it's. Um, every everybody needs to keep the faith. I mean, this is all unfolding. We bought them. They're absolutely caught. Everything that was done in Arizona, they are caught. And uh, like Ben just said, we have, there's a website now they have called babeaznow.com. Babeaznow.com. You can go there. If you're one of the tens of thousands that had problems with your vote with the machines, they said the machines didn't work. Uh, okay, that's enough of that. It's, it's babeaznow.com.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you don't want another you, whole you to know that shit, do you? you no,
1: it no sounds shit. it sounds completely legitimate. I don't. That's where you would go, obviously. Oh, well,
0: all right, you asked for it. Lady <laughs> Steve, it blew up. <laughs> the, the, uh, by uh, the way, the, the, the video. The, this is great because he's standing the, in front of what is either Mar-a-Lago, you know, this this kind of two story uh, adobe like structure. Or yeah. he's standing in front of the set, or wherever they um, uh, produced the show Ozark, where they had the guy who was the drug guy down in yeah. Mexico. Remember, yeah. he had this big, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I, he's either he's either Mar a Lago or at the Ozark drug guy's place. I could can't be either place.
1: <laughs> I, I do love the uh, the fresh material with there. Katie Hobbs hiding in the basement. Mwah. Thanks
0: for getting that one. That's a good one. Can I get a well, Ronald Reagan? Can I get a Ronald Reagan jelly well, bean joke, please? You know, I didn't think that was a great strategy. Most people were just disgusted okay. that that she just didn't get in there and go at it with Carrie Lake. But I understood why she didn't want to to uh, create sound bites and and things of that sort for more Carrie Lake commercials. I get that, and I guess at some point we do have to step back and go. Just maybe sometimes candidates themselves know what's best for themselves and this was this was the the strategy and as for uh campaigning from the basement which you know is another way of saying okay why don't you hold fucking idiotic rallies with morons that's how we win elections in america you know maybe in the the 1830s before there was mass media you had to do that you don't have to do that anymore and the bitterness of Donald Trump being beaten by Joe Biden who worked with what he had in the moment where we had covid and decided that he was going to campaign his way and not Trump's way you know we never did get a final total on just how many people got infected and died who attended Trump rallies in 20 20- just imagine how many people is way more people have, have been enough. killed by the vaccine well, they're just stacking up the bodies
1: from the vaccine deaths so yeah. there suck on that yeah way more um i'm very surprised and i hope this trend continues i'm very surprised that we have not had a tragedy linked to them just fucking lying about this election in arizona like just the, the cheating i'm surprised that some of those proud boys and stuff have not just opened fire i'm not hoping that'll happen i don't want that to happen but they're out there already today spreading even more lies about how this happened the democrats cheated blah 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 and i i'm you know again they're playing with fire we've already seen this and i certainly hope nothing like that happens but if they do if it does happen we will know who has blood on their hands
0: well the the, the interesting part of you know arizona nevada california I think alaska is still not decided yet you know those are the four states that have different process of counting votes and they're extremely fastidious about it i mean you could make a case that when they announce a winner election night, and it's relatively close, that you'd have a better case that some fiddling and diddling was done than if these votes are counted by hand, usually with a Democrat and a Republican looking over the shoulders of everyone doing the counting. That's right? correct. That's correct. And, and so you really do get a more accurate count. It's excruciatingly slow, but you know, this is just the semi-adult version of, uh, are we there yet? <laughs> I'll tell you when we're there, right? We, grow up. You're not children. You can, you can wait. So what, uh, has been, what has been the Republican
1: response to this, this whole election? Number one, we have to do away with mail-in voting. It has to go away. Can't do it. And we have to raise that voting age to 21 because we just can't compete. You have to vote as an able-bodied human on election day or fuck you. That's what the Republican Party is really kind of all about. They're, and, and trust me, they'll try to codify it at some point. It's never going to happen. Uh, we've used mail-in voting in this country for decades. No, it's, never it's been around
0: happen. for a long, long time. I, I, I understand that every bit of change in progress that's uh, occurred <laughs> since the 1860s needs to be reexamined to see whether <laughs> we we can make the country better if if we can just get rid of all these
1: yeah, I'm not sure that we should trust her. this newfangled United States Postal Service. I'm yeah. not. Uh, maybe maybe once they get established in another hundred years, we'll figure well, out. What about the Pony Express? That was a good one. Jesus Christ! These guys That's are this is the greatest. It's like yeah. maybe we should like change our message and get some candidates that appeal to younger voters. Nah, fuck that. Raise the voting age to 21. We can't have these people. And by the way, the corollary to that is you've, you've seen the Jesse Waters video, right? From last Which week, one? the one about how single women are awful, oh, and terrible, God, just, just want to have abortions just shoot me now. <laughs> and like the, the we need to get men out there to bang these women over the head with a club, drag them back to the cave and them and get them to vote Republican. You, you, you've you seen that
0: one. Right. But, but, you know, first of all, that's one where you can't take it seriously. I mean, he is a clown. He's truly a clown. Um, and so he he truly is too stupid to uh to talk about all right uh, pick one of these um or let me pick one don's remake of a ben gazzara 60s tv classic debuting tonight in palm beach and yeah we programmed- should do that because
1: Lind- lindell koki mike lindell just mentioned uh, uh, trump's announcement what you're breaking news while we're speaking? No, here? no. You when you were talking when you played that clip, Mike Lindell was just saying, "Oh, the whole thing," and he mentioned
0: uh, Trump's big announcement. Oh, oh well, that's not a. That's not what we're talking about here. There was a show. It was on TV from sixty-five to sixty-eight, starring uh, and I believe he was a great actor, Ben Gazzara. It's mm-hmm. always great TV shows, good yeah. stuff. And he had a show called Run for Your Life. don't hear much about it, and Ben Gazzara gets told that. He's terminally ill and he's going to be dead in two years. So he decides, I guess this is like the original bucket list show. So every episode of the show is him just doing something that he always wanted to do um, from riding the trains like a hobo or meeting up with with prostitutes, whatever. He, he has no fear of death because he knows it's coming soon and he has everything but time. And I think that's Donald Trump. I think that's Donald Trump. He he really did have everything, but the one thing he doesn't have is unlimited time. He's, what, 75, 76? hmm And the real reason that he's going to run is because he thinks this buys him some kind of immunity from prosecution because he fears several things, as you know. One, just losing, being perceived as a loser, which already, by the way, is now in granite. Okay. He's a loser. <laughs> he, he just is.
1: Well, they don't the see it that politics. way. They don't the supporters don't see it that way. He's been he's I never lost. That. He's been cheated out it. of everything he's ever they, they, I get it's, it, it's, But it's his supporters will not write history.
0: They, <laughs> they will do not well, chronicle the time.
1: I seem to recall them writing history on a particular date.
0: Let me pick one, January 6, twenty one, if I could think of just well, one where they, they 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 tried to write it and They got about halfway through, and then they got (laughs) squashed. So he fears fears, um, being a loser. He fears not having money. That's it. That's it right there. And he fears not being feared. He fears not being feared. He was always going to run because this is the business now.
1: This is the family, but he's got nothing else. This is how they bilk people out of money. You've seen all of the stories now about people who thought that they were giving money to actual Republican candidates. Sure. And he got 90% of it and more than 90% It's still 90% going of on. It, no, it's, it's still, still
0: happening. It's still going on today. Right now, as today, we say. they they're are fools <clears throat> that are still setting this guy money. And uh, I, I love this piece. It's in today's uh, Washington Post talking about what kind of campaign he's going to run. It's going to be leaner and meaner. Meaner as in, I don't know, better than uh, his last one because there were just too many people around the last this is a guy that never listened to anybody so this sounds and there will be no campaign chairman it'll be a series of of rotating fools what what's the difference between this one and the last one the answer the answer is nothing but let me throw a name at you that um i had never ever heard before you ready Last name is Wiles, W-I-L-E-S, and her first name is Chris, Chris, Brian, Jack, Trump, 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 what the fuck is her first name? W-I-L-E-S. Now, this is where Brit looks it up and undercuts me trying to tell us. <laughs>
1: right? I wish I could do that. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Susie Wiles is her name. Ah, Susie Wiles. She is the daughter of Pat Summerall. Okay, the daughter of the great Pat Summerall, and she helped him in Florida in sixteen and twenty, so that he would win.
1: Maybe there may be some people in the audience who don't know who Pat Summerall is. He's been dead long enough to wear. I mean, I think most people who listen to us are of a certain age and understand. But Pat Summerall was the lead announcer with John Madden for many years on NFL football, and was famous for being uh, fairly drunk most of the time, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Wasn't that one of Pat Summerall's deals? <laughs> I think he. Drew, I think he.
0: He went sober
1: for a long time. He was. He was an excellent play-by-play commentator, and uh, he. He and John Madden were a fantastic pair. They were really. I think most people accept that that was the best play-by-play duo in the history of NFL football for
0: television. Those guys were were something else together. Well, see, Britt, I I, I just remember Pat Summerall was a great kicker for the New York Giants. I didn't, <laughs> did he go into broadcasting? I didn't hear about that.
1: It's funny because the you know the other giant who did really well in broadcasting before Eli Manning, I guess now you could say, but but Frank Gifford, Frank Gifford was legitimately like a
0: really big star in New York and stuff, right? He was a really good player. Oh. And, well- uh, apparently, apparently, Frank Gifford had, how shall we say it, a better nightlife yeah. than any human being who ever walked the earth. Because he did. He was he was Joe Namath before Joe Namath was Joe he Namath. Was Joe Namath before, He was so handsome. Oh yeah. And uh, a really for, good player too. New York, the New York Giants, who played football. <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm not going to say it that way. <laughs> um, Summerall's they were, daughter. They were a bro. big thing in the fifties and 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 into the sixties. There,
1: yeah, uh, I would. But, I, I think he and I think maybe Gifford and uh, Mickey Mantle shut down a few clubs at night in Manhattan. I believe that happened a few times.
0: I can't believe you would insult Billy Martin and leave him <laughs> aside. <laughs> Good times. So, and and I I didn't read that much about. It. I, I saw some headlines that the, there is gnashing of teeth and discussion over uh, how much coverage to give this event tonight knowing yeah. full well knowing full well you, you know, and this is what trump lives on he lives on presenting this kind of dilemma to the media which is well you have to cover it because it's kind of news because he was the president and he's announcing he's running but the last time you did this you got him elected by overcovering him and giving him free time. So, you know, what do you do? I mean, I'm just guessing this is my guess. Um, that he's going to get no live coverage, none on the three cable news networks or the two cable news networks, plus the Republican 24 hour day commercial known as Fox News. Well, don't don't skate past that because that's that's kind of a big moment because that would be a big moment. And and, but
1: if the the Murdoch's decide and and the Murdoch's look like they've decided it's all it's all DeSantis all the time. He's our guy. Right. And they completely decide, you know, I'm sure Tucker Carlson will protest and cry and like, oh, my God, put it on. And if it doesn't happen, I mean, that's kind of a watermark moment for for Fox News
0: and for the Murdoch's. Well, Rupert Murdoch apparently has picked up the telephone and has already talked to Trump and this is post midterm elections and told him it's over. You're done. Get yourself a cardboard box, put all your shit into it and move out onto the streets. You don't work for us anymore. That's figuratively speaking, of course. Um, But there's too many folks inside the Fox empire who are talking and, and saying, yeah, Trump is, is yesterday's news that if uh, it was Trump against Biden this time, that they would actually play it fair and, and neutral. Yikes. Um, or maybe even be pro-Joe Biden. I mean, that's how that's how much uh, Rupert Murdoch has, has put out the word. And again, um,
1: I, I think Sean Hannity, being the obsequious little piece of shit that he is, he'll jump on the new train, which is the Santas. Uh, he'll have no problem leaving his lover behind. Not a problem. Your Can problem. I have that other jacket, please.
0: I, I you, need to change coats here.
1: Your problem yeah. again, and this is uh, the eight o'clock monster that you've created on Fox News. Who is now, you know, a folk hero. He's your new Glenn Beck, circa two thousand nine. Right, he, that
0: guy. Can you get him that guy to just leave Trump behind and not by the way, that's that's a problem. That's a, that's a great question because you know, Fox has been really good over the years at what, you know, in wrestling as these set up um, feuds Mm. inside, whatever family that you're talking about. And, and Lachlan Murdoch, right. The, Mm -hmm. the chairman of uh, Fox corporation He told DeSantis, we got your back. So, Lachlan, and and so what you're really getting to is that it could be the entire Fox empire. It could be 23 hours a day, not for Trump Um, and one guy, Carlson. And they'll let him do it, they'll pretend that they just. Let their people be independent, They'll, and and so right. that will be a source of curiosity and a ratings builder by doing that. I'm just they've done that before. Yeah, we've seen that before, haven't we? Yeah, uh, it'll it'll be interesting. And
1: then of course, when you talk about putting the entire Murdoch empire uh, behind DeSantis, it, the New York Post is already on board with trashing Donald Trump and killing him. And then you get the Wall Street
0: Journal involved on their editorial page, mostly. Yeah, well, No, that, that's a given. That, that's a given. Just the, 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 the question is, do we have any stragglers, <laughs> okay, well, who are tied to a rope and being dragged behind the Fox vehicle there, you know, still pretending that Trump is a thing and is worthy of, of uh, support when, um, and remember, we have to make sure that nobody thinks for one second. That, that we believe something noble is going on here in in the Republican Party, that, that, that they're doing something that's funny. for the best interests of the country. Does Everything anybody... they have done since minute one yeah. was weighing the, the probabilities and possibilities and what's in it for me, someone else, all right, I'll cave in because that seems to be where the voters are, and they've done that ever since then, and it's the same with Mike Pence to for one second give mike pence one bit of breathing room here over anything he's saying in public about trump right now is no i don't care it's it's too late you wrote a 500 page book and two chapters of it are about january 6th and oh the media that's all they want to talk about I, no let's let's have a town hall meeting tomorrow night on cnn and jake tapper when you talk to Mike Pence, I just want you to ask him a lot about his faith and Christianity and, and, and his family. Please please go there. Oh, wait a minute. That already happened on Monday night. Sean Hannity had him on. And, Britt, I'm taking a bullet for you, man. I mean, I watched 10 minutes of this. Don't think it, it's
1: not appreciated. It's always so appreciated.
0: Hannity, no, So Hannity comes on. It's true. I saw this with my, my own two eyes. And he plays the game and says – you know, you've read this book, and, and uh, uh, the media is dwelling way, way too much on just a, a little moment, a, a, a little happening, and they're, they're not understanding that most of this book is is about your entire career, about your life, and your devotion to our country. Well, thank you, Sean. I'm glad you finally pointed that out. So that that's what went on, and uh, that was Hannity's version of burying the lead, as they say, which is uh, Mike Pence finally speaking out now? If you want to accept that as something really important and relevant um, about what happened on January 6th and how Trump basically said, "You're a pussy. You're a wimp. If you don't do what I tell you to do, history's going to look at you as a piece of shit. And if you do do what I do, you will be a hero." And uh, Sean Hannity just—he didn't want to go there. That makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, doesn't it, Mike? <laughs> 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 It's in your book, but let's not talk about that. Let's talk about your your faith and how you go to church on on Sunday and shit like that. And uh, by the way, the the typeset in this book is fantastic. Did I mention that, Mike? Way to what go it, with the what is it? Giant <laughs>
1: letters like when you were in third grade. <laughs> and, and Helvetica. Way to go with Helvetica on that, Mike. I just wanted to concentrate on no, okay. anything else in the book other beautiful. than um the the other part of the that you mentioned that nobody covering this thing is like under. Jeff Zucker, CNN, they got a lot of criticism because they would cover a lot of the Trump rallies. Well, they're under new leadership, obviously, at CNN, and they're going through a tremendous restructuring. And Donald Trump simply is not the box office that he used to be. He does not command the ratings. He does not command the attention. And a lot of people uh, are sick of him, and he's been overexposed greatly. So having him on live on CNN ain't going to happen. MSNBC ain't going to happen. Uh, C span, I would be surprised. I'm C-SPAN. not even sure.
0: Uh, C span, what we'll, we'll cover, it. and the, the right wing, super right wing networks, Newsmax and One America News, right wing news, Do fuck keep- you America, we're the news, you know, all those things that are on your Roku. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do they keep spawning new versions of that same thing, like over and over?
1: The when Newsmax almost is the it's sad is the granddaddy of that those
0: bullshit right wing channels now, right? Yeah, but they've been they've been lapped they've been <laughs> lapped by these other guys they have they it's have. great you, you, that they're they're like you, the standard brand now see you I know you don't watch these but I have enough and I'm still alive to talk about it when Trump would have these rallies you know each weekend you know for the last couple months yeah you know, there'd be one in Arizona in Texas Pennsylvania Ohio these networks these right wing not Fox but the the uh you know, One America and, and and all these other, they would do wall-to-wall coverage for two or three hours before, okay? They gave like Super Bowl pregame coverage length nothingness. And it would be just these, these people sitting there talking and watching the crowd gather and telling you how great this is going to be. It was just, you would just die watching it because, you know, nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. And they're telling you how, what a wonderful what a wonderful gathering this is going to be and donald trump has uh, really still got the got the country in the palm of his hand and here he comes to speak to they love him <laughs> um so well of course that those guys will cover but you're certainly not going to get broadcast network coverage of it oh god and uh i'd say you've got about a 10 percent chance that fox news itself will cover they may even play the game of We'll run it on Fox business. If you want to see it. Holy shit. What a they Definitely. will run it on, on their, um, on their, their streamer. What is that? Fox nation? Uh, Fox weather. Put, put it on Fox weather. Fox (laughs) weather. Right. Because the weather in Palm beach, it's always beautiful. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Um, what else do we have here? We have Adderall rocks. or, Or Oman, Donnie's Dash for Saudi cash. I'll do that one. Do uh, Donnie's Dash for Saudi cash. Yeah. Um, You may have seen this yesterday, but it kind of disappears down a black hole in the the din of uh, insanity here. That uh, yesterday it was announced that the family, the family has struck a deal with a real estate company out of uh, Saudi Arabia to license their name to a housing and golf complex that will be built in Oman, which Brit, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but is it just a coincidence that the Trump family got this signed the day before Donald Trump apparently is going to announce his candidacy for the presidency as if, if he did this next week that people go, wow, that's that doesn't sound very uh, ethical. No, Donald Trump sound, not no, being ethical. No. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound any, anything See, near ethical. And and I'm I'm kind of shocked over it. And here's why I thought he was going to finally nail down that Moscow Trump Tower deal after all this time, because he's been basically <laughs> on the side of Putin. Against Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. I would have thought that would have gotten it done, but it did not. Um, This will be built in Oman on a hillside adjacent to the Gulf of Oman and will include a golf resort, villas and two hotels. And uh, to quote Jerry Seinfeld, who are these people who want to go (laughs) to something like that? I guess there there must be some, but not necessarily, because I think that business at his thing in uh, Ireland. Right. He's got that. Which one did he buy? Turnberry and Turnberry in Scotland. that's a big bomb right oh yeah it's been terrible they've and, and again god
1: bless the scottish people they have fought him tooth and nail since the beginning well before he ran for president uh they they've hated on his guts they've used every government way possible to try to protest him when the government would i think there were certain government entities uh people there were certain government officials who okayed it who were voted out of office just tossed on their ass um there have been um very ugly signs posted well within public view, denouncing him on that course. God bless mm-hmm. the beautiful Scottish people mm-hmm. um since you mentioned money and there's really no way to transition to this at all, I just want to get your take on it. All of this stuff uh, involving FTX and cryptocurrency that's happened over the past four or five days, FTX was this company that nobody really knew what they did, but they had uh, commercials on the Super Bowl. I believe they were a place where you could go buy various cryptocurrencies including one that was theirs, one that they had invented themselves. And this genius kid, Bankman Freed, I think was his last name. I
0: think think you better get rid of the word genius. (laughs) Uh,
1: Which is very close to Bankman fraud. Um, He was apparently taking some of the real dollars, the liquidity, if you will, out of his own company and putting it in uh, other of his own companies so that when people would go and say, I'd like to get my money out now, please. Uh, they were not able to do that. It started an old fashioned, yes, it's a wonderful lifestyle bank run on this place. And certain people were told, we can't give you your money. And now, after a lot of machinations, they're in complete bankruptcy. What Do you, do you have a take on FTX yes, and all this, this other this stuff? This
0: guy, Sam Bankman Mellencamp, whatever his name is, <laughs> Cougar. <laughs> He looks like the kid at camp that we used to beat up all the time because he was just a jerk. And he was a bad athlete too. So they would they would interview him at
1: places like what is it, Davos? Is that like the huge worldwide yeah, sure. thing? And they you know, and they would interview him and you'd have white haired old men like Warren Buffett and and stayed busy. And then you'd have this guy who looks like he walked out of a, a hot box right before the skate park. Uh, in his T-shirts and, and you know, looking like he's uh, late for the fish reunion. Uh, and they'd talk to him. And they have very, very deep conversations about where the economy's headed, what the future of Bitcoin is now. And he just turns out to be a, just a
0: regular garden variety huckster. Well, it, it also, until proven wrong, it really does turn out to be that the cryptocurrency is not ready for prime time oh. yet, if ever. You said just it. that simple and if you did we ever get to the bottom of the the uh, rumor last week that Tom Brady had a lot of his money in cryptocurrency did you see this as far as i know he and steph curry have taken a bath on this thing well the- taking a bath if if he lost 5 million dollars and yeah. he's worth 200 million i, I don't consider that a th- it doesn't matter i'm talking about would someone like that and yeah you know, Tom Brady has great judgment on the football field, but we have no idea what kind of judgment he has off the field.
1: Well, he's also got like a team of people. And I hope to to God, there was one person that says,
0: please don't put 90% of your assets in this. There are some people, please uh, don't do that. Fame and fortune who have gone all in or went all in on this kind of stuff. Um, We may not know their names. Scarmucci. (laughs) Well, Um, I'll I'll put it this way. I would find it hard to believe that
1: the team of lawyers and accountants around a person like Tom Brady and Steph Curry would allow somebody like them to put a tremendous amount of their assets in this shit. Now, it could happen, but I would be very surprised.
0: Would they be the first athletes to have something like that happen? No, probably they would not be the first, and they won't be the last. But there's
1: um, also a self-preservation thing among the the teams of accountants and lawyers. Like, eh, we kind of want this person to keep earning like dollars cause they pay us. So we're going to dissuade them from making like the worst financial decisions so that we can continue to feed off of the golden goose.
0: Yeah. One would hope. Well, we, we don't know, but this just, I mean, what, I mean, what can I say? And, and, Remember, Britt, I'm I'm somebody that did make four hundred and sixty-one dollars. Holy shit. Trading Bitcoin about a year ago. Holy I, did, shit. I did make a tiny bit of money. I'm you know, I'm i and then I, I got out. I got out. I haven't I'm gonna haven't go done. with Warren
1: Buffett and and you know Charlie Munger on this shit. I'm just gonna, you know, it's it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't do anything. Stop. <laughs> it's not it's there's nothing, there's no there there. Hmm. I'm I'm sorry until until further notice. And then the, one of the great lessons is that this is such a small part of the overall markets, right? It didn't crash the markets, it didn't really make a dent in anything because it's such a small part of everything. It gets a lot of attention because supposedly it's the new wave and people are covering it. But yeah. in in terms of all that other stuff, it's not really Two words. made a dent. Towards buying opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't i don't really have i don't really have any quarter for anybody that's been out there putting you know half of your retirement or you know, all of your retirement into well, this shit you know so come there, on. there
0: were you know there were some uh, very visible contrary indicators that when you look back we've seen them before in other forms even in our lifetime of of hype and on the Super Bowl this year, this year, when there must have been what four or five different ads? Oh yeah, including the Steph Curry one, including the uh, Matt Damon one, including the just just impossibly disgusting and impossible to Le- Lebron Bronny James one. Um, Larry David for FTX. Larry David, right? Exactly. Um, that was. Definitely a contrary indicator that the hype had completely overrun the reality and the potential for, um, for, for any kind of real gains that were going to be meaningful and, and lasting for anyone. And then the second one, and I don't remember where this would have been right before the Super Bowl or real early this year, when Fidelity Investments, which is they're the biggest, they are the biggest of them all, biggest one. Big, they, they handle more money, they have more account. They're, they're number one. Mm-hmm. When they came out and said, we're going to make it so that retirement plans that we manage at companies, 401Ks for, for, for companies, we're going to make it uh, so that the people with those companies can, quote-unquote, invest in Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, as part of their retirement mix. It isn't just going to be stocks or index funds or, or things of that. So we're going to, we're going to, when they did that, some people said, well, that's just proof that it's being accepted as, as the real thing, as a real deal. But Fidelity wouldn't do it if, if it wasn't. And it turns out, yes, they would. Yes, they did. And you can just imagine how some people probably made some shifts when that happened uh, at, at companies, and they're, right now they're they're holding the bag. And of course, your only comeback on that is, well, you know, it's a long term uh, uh, venture. It's a long term investment. I'm not retiring for 25 years, so uh, you could laugh at me now, but it's coming back. And okay, all right, you could be right.
1: Nobody, nobody can really even. Ex- I'm sorry, and I'm I'm an old guy. I'm fairly tech savvy. What it, nobody can really explain what it is or what it does or how you get it. And then there's the cold storage part of it. And then it's it's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's a fantasy. And this has helped expose all of that, I hope, to some people. I hope this is a wake-up call for some dumbasses.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it woke up a lot of people over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure it did.
1: Because um, this guy looked like, him, he looked like an ass. I in real- him. Oh, my God. that just smacked he, like, he looked like an ass in real time. He's tweeting out, I fucked up. I didn't know what to do. He goes to one of his competitors. Will you take us over? Yeah, we'll take you over. You- oh no, we're not taking you over. Fuck that. Bye. And then next thing you know, it's bankruptcy.
0: Because Meanwhile, what you have is worthless. Why do I want to take it over?
1: Why do yeah, I want to assume you know who um you know who Scott Galloway is, right? The NYU mm-hmm. Stern School of Business Professor. You see yep. him on a lot of stuff. He's on with uh yep. with, uh, yep. with curious. Cura- 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 yeah, yep. yep.
0: yep. have you heard the have you heard their interview? Uh the la- the latest one? Yeah, because they go over this and they, they No can- I, I saw it and I'm 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 trying to you it's know, it's pretty uh, cool because they time while I'm fucking off to listen to it. <laughs> well they, they contrast
1: the behavior of this bankman freed boy and what happened with Mark Zucker when he had to fire a shit ton of people over at, at Meta. And they said Mark Zucker was so statesmanlike. It's Zuckerberg. He- oh sorry, yeah, Zuckerberg. Jeff Zucker to-
0: ran CNN. Oh yeah,
1: I I mentioned him earlier. So Zuckerberg Uh, He he does this in such a genteel, humane manner, does the right thing for his employees, says, look, I'm sorry, this is not your fault. It sucks. Here's 16 weeks of um, of severance pay and then two for every month, whatever. And we're going to pay for this and this. And he handled it so beautifully, as opposed to this pile of of shit over here who was fucking things up left and right in his company and ended
0: up, you know, well, causing to be bankrupt. You know, without suddenly uh, uh putting a crown on mark zuckerberg's head as <laughs> being uh, you know mr public relations here um to 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 be fair in the situation facebook does have money they're not going bankrupt they're not going out of business uh, they still generate billions and billions of dollars uh, every quarter in 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 profit so yeah. He he can be that way. He you mean he's be that not way. he's not but, secretly but, but squirreling so the, the, away. the fucking fa- the fucking crypto thing. That guy, there was no money, right? No. It was all gone.
1: Well, there's there's money here, and and we have enough to cover. If some people wanted some of their money back, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take that and put that over in this business over here. Yeah, and and this business over right.
0: here. There's a three word description of of what you're talking about. It's called get in line. <laughs> That's what happens in these cases. And and now if you're 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 about in position number three thousand as just a a quote unquote investor. When something like this goes into the toilet, you are so far behind anybody if there's anything to be recovered and (laughs) and distributed. And as again, even in the Bernie Madoff case, as bad as that was, they did recover a lot of that money, a lot of it and got it back to a lot of people that had been wiped out. This is worse than that. It's hard to believe something could be worse than that, but it kind of is in its own way. It yeah, but it's is. also
1: it's also kind of, it's the tale as old as time, right? I mean, it, it, somebody you should have been able to see this coming. You should have been able to see this coming up 85, about
0: 20 miles away, right? Well, we... You know, we can sit back here and say this because, you know, we're not involved in it. Um, but, you know, faith is a weird thing. And if there was ever an example of financial faith in our time, it's been the last, you know, five years or so, certainly of of cryptocurrency. And, and by the way, just think about what it's called. It's called crypto. <laughs> All right crypto anything is by definition usually not good might even be evil (laughs) not real if i call you a crypto fascist you're sort of a fascist but not really there and i believe that's what william f buckley called gore vidal in their famous crypto crypto fascist? fascist yeah not a pseudo but a crypto yeah, crypto fascists.
1: Well, that must be one of the L.A. Lakers are having such a shitty season because they play in the new crypto.com arena. Is it still called that as of oh. today? Because oh. I know
0: they already changed the
1: thing down at, at Miami. It's a different company, Brad. It's a different thing. It's still – the FTX was the company in, in Miami. That's the one that's gone tit, tits up. The fake company in L.A. is still
0: in business as of today. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're a podcast, Britt. Some, <laughs> someone could hear us an hour after we record this and they, they could already be gone oh my. years from now they'll be showing all of this
1: stuff as all of this crypto shit goes down they'll be showing screenshots of like the the floor at, at the uh, lakers game and the floor of the miami heat game and the patches on the major league baseball the ftx patches that the fucking umpires had on during the world series they'll be showing all that stuff. All it'll right, be well, like what,
0: enron field I, I want us to do this before we go because you you will you must know the story by now This is about the argument between the customer and the uh, owners of Clyde Cooper's Barbecue in Raleigh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this has been making the rounds for about a week now.
0: The the woman, right. But it's gone national, Britt. It has, it has. It's gone national. And this is why this bothers me. Because the election between Ted Budd and Sherry Beasley never went national. (laughs) It didn't. But... Let's fight about barbecue. Okay, the whole country has to weigh in, and here comes the Washington Post. They got to cover the story. The woman calls 911 Mm -hmm. because she saw pink on her plate and decided that it was uncooked. Yeah, she thinks she's being served raw pork. Yeah. Uh, I had ordered some food from there. The barbecue was pink. The dispatcher sent an officer to the restaurant to handle the matter. Britt, I hate to put you on the spot. Yeah. But what would Brit do? I would strongly
1: try not to get the officer to go. Uh, That's not a police matter, ma'am. I will give you the number to the board of health. Um, At that point, that's when Karen starts asking for my supervisor. Hmm. And we eventually have to, because she's causing at this point a disorder, she's going to start yelling, screaming, bitching, kvetching, whatever. And then, This is one of those, so you wanted to be a cop situations, right? Yeah. You you went through the academy. You decided, you talked it over with your family. I'm going to risk my life. And they sent you out on some fucking call where you have to tell Karen what you're looking at is a smoke ring, you dumb shit. But that's what happens.
0: Back to the Washington Post's version of this. In the weeks since the police in Raleigh worked the case of the pink meat, Clyde, Cooper's Barbecue has defended their pulled pork, even marketing itself as the home of the infamous pink barbecue and creating pink barbecue merchandise. Others agree the customers shouldn't be frightened by pink-colored barbecue, which aficionados call the, quote, smoke ring, even if at times it can alarm the uninitiated. And they went and talked to a professor at NC State who's an expert in meat science. Wow. Is that a pickup line in a bar? I'm an expert <laughs> in meat science. Uh, myoglobulin is a protein that supplies oxygen to the muscles of nearly all mammals. It's at the root of what happened to Clyde Cooper's, whose clappers were not working. <laughs> I see what you did there. Sorry. In non-barbecue cooking, heat denatures myoglobin In fresh meat, turning it from red to pink and then brown to hockey puck, which is the whole premise when you order a steak varying degrees of doneness. But barbecuing can mess with the meat's transformation. And then when you smoke it, then everything changes. And uh, this woman should just be, uh, what can you say? This, this turned into a
1: Google review disaster as people, uh immediately rent to defend the restaurant, and then folks from the restaurant went on to trash her and then people were disgusted by the way the restaurant was treating her and oh. oh it's it's been it's been a nightmare it's been a nightmare i've I've been to clyde cooper's it's very good it's a classic example of north carolina barbecue and i I feel horrible for the cop who had to go in there kind of and like what 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 the fuck is this why why am I here why <laughs> And try to mediate and tell this woman that she had, like,
0: nothing. She had zero. bottom line is trying to walk in and solve a barbecue dispute is right up there with domestic disputes of things the cops don't want to get themselves involved with because there's usually not a good ending. There's not a good ending. I mean, he's the the, the
1: cop is safe
0: and sound and got to say hi to his
1: family that night as he went home, but he probably was – thinking i as joe garajola used to say i wish i would have gone to hvac school <laughs>